Hello everyone, Pre here. Uh, at the very end of the month, because I have not had spoons, and as thus I've, this is not a dramatic reading, but yet another blind reaction. But you know what? I just kind of do what I want around here, so you can, you'll, you'll live. Uh, anyways, I am at least managing to keep to the one episode a month, even if it's not steadily, uh, same day in the month or anything, so there's that. Uh, and don't worry, like I said, I've not had the spoons, but I've just, like, been doing a lot of art projects instead, because the problem with an audio format is you can't be listening to stuff or watching stuff while doing audio, because you have to audio, and audio does not mix with other audio sometimes. Did I say audio enough? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, today we have a... Gold Rush by Peach Sit. It is a miraculous ladybug thick brain brain work. Brain here. I have a brain. It focuses on Adrian slash Chat Noir and Marinette slash Ladybug. And that is also the you know, romance here. Additional tags include purple prose, pre-relationship, identity reveal, not actually unrequited love, crushes, song fic, inspired by Taylor Swift. I recall vaguely this is a fic I found through a link on Tumblr and had caught my interest, but I don't remember what the description of it was there. Like, this, this should be a good one. And on the note of descriptions, the summary, oh, by the way, no archival warnings apply. But yeah, the summary is his greenhouse eyes, his sun, oh, it's, <laughs> it's a, uh, an excerpt summary. His greenhouse eyes, his son's kiss smile. He lets herself, she lets her she lets herself, I can read. I hope. She lets herself jump into the thorn of loving the star of a countless orbits over and over, and she still winces when her bones break her fall. His gaze meets hers, her cheeks flush, her body braces for impact. Or, Marinette doesn't like the gold rush. And apparently this is a birthday fic for someone. Anyways, uh... Without further ado, because what other ado is there to further? <laughs> that was so stupid. Okay. I'm in a mood, apparently. <laughs> Gold Rush by Peach Set. She sees him, and she is at the helm of a wooden ship. The sun beating down on her shoulders like a promise, her cheeks warm and brown. He is golden, reclining on a rock slick with the salt of the water, and when he turns his face to her, curious and ethereally bright, his eyes speak of the thousands of girls who have dashed themselves on the rocks, caught up in the diamonds glimmering on the water by his skin, just in the hopes of being a little closer. This feels exactly like one of Marinette's fantasies. 
I'm in love. His eyes catch on hers. His chin tilts. The sun kisses him like a lover. She takes a breath, and her feet are on the railing. The waves open their arms. She moves a foot off, salt droplets reaching up to caress her soles. <laughs> this is beautiful. I'm laughing, but this is beautiful. Marinette, he says in greeting, and she's sitting at a desk chair, her breath slamming into her like a hurricane. Her cheeks rage a forest fire, and she only just manages to lift a hand in greeting before turning her face away. His smile is too bright for her, burning the skin of her cheeks. A solar flare bringing sunburn and embarrassment. She refuses to be another girl dashed onto the rocks, but she knows she's no better than them. He leaves her alone, and she misses his air as sorely as if she were to miss oxygen, and she watches him go, watches everyone swarm around him. Bees to honey, moss to the bonfire in the dark. He has long since established himself here, but he is still a novelty, a wonder. She sees a boy reach a hand out and touch his shoulders, reverent, jealous, reverently jealous. Marinette, someone else calls, crosses from the honeycomb cluster, and she stands following the voice. She keeps her head ducked. Determined to move past the flame without being drawn into the honey's orbit. And is rewarded for her trouble by stumbling into someone who gently nudges her to the side. <laughs> God, this just feels like a marinette monologue. I am in love. This is so fun and so silly. Marinette, she... Oh. Oh! Wait. Okay, I guess I'm I'm getting confused who it is. Okay. I don't I I am having trouble deciphering who's who. So, that's what that pause was. I read ahead a little there. Uh or in for great more prose. Marinette, he says. Her ribs crush her lungs as she lifts her head and finds eyes, the color of an ocean of a meadow. Black pupils, the rock she catches, hold on to amid the unending warm summer of the grass. His cheeks, smooth gold, the candor of marble, lift, and he tilts his head at her. Okay? he asks. And she looks around, and she sees the eyes of the honeycomb, staring with rapt attention. Blood rushes to her face, her ribs squeeze tighter around her lungs, and she nods. She tears herself away from his meadow eyes. She tries her best to leave his orbit. There are times... <laughs> God, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> there are times where she considers the origins of him. What stars and planets had to line in order for his face to be found in the glimmering marble he was carved from. Then she remembers the cruel heat of fate, the sun-crossed tragedy he's lived through. His mother, with her yellow hair that fell into place as easily as dominoes, perfectly lined up and struck down. He is beautiful because she was. There is an evidence of her and him. 
and the face he makes looking up into blue skies. There are reasons for the way things happen, for the way the dominoes fall, but she wishes, selfishly, this beauty could exist without the tragedy, wanting to see him smile without a dam behind his eyes. She disappears into imagined domestic kitchens, the sun shining through stained glass above the sink. A radio cackling through a song with twinkling piano keys, his fingers drumming on her hip as they slide across the wood floor in soft feet. Then there's the familiar comfort of dreaming up them sitting across from each other at dinner. The jolt of seeing him raise an eyebrow at her, lips quirked up one side, and her chest is as light and bubbly as the gold in their glasses, and she kicks her foot against his shin, relishes the way his laugh bursts up from his heart, rosy and flushed. God, this is the purplest of prose. I am I'm repeating myself because this is this is just fun. This is what fanfic is. This is just fun. And of course, there's the much return to sea, where she dreams them of a thousand and one ways. But here she dreams of them walking barefoot, sand squishing between their toes, salt licking their laced hands together, the sun showering the, over them both as they listen to the waves, quiet and content. And then she blinks, and she's staring at a cold cup of coffee. He's across the room. Her face burns, solar flare of the heart, and he is still across the room. Every time their eyes catch, her mind slows it down, double exposes the movement until it's too bright to look at, and she can never decide if it's worth it to keep staring, to turn her eyes to the eclipse and be blinded, or to look away and miss even a second. It'd be better to look away. To move her hand away from the rosebush and its inevitable thorns. It would be better, wouldn't it? This is going to be such a fun dramatic reading later. Excuse me. Not the best podcasting here, but I have my water right here and I be sipping. <laughs> his greenhouse eyes, his sun-kissed smile. She lets herself jump into the thorn of loving the star of countless orbits over and over, and she still winces when her bones break her fall. His gaze meets hers, her cheeks flush, her body braces for impact. Hello, Doki Doki Literature Club in my brain. It has to be the poetic nature of the writing, but something about that just brought, brought, brought to mind to... My current brain worm brain rot Monica, Doki Doki Monica, who uh, despises me and lots of other roleplay things, but we're, we're, we're not going to get into that right now. It just goes to show poetry. You gotta love it. And I'm realizing that's why I'm having so much fun with this. It's because this is poetic and prose and just, it's flowy and fancy. Excuse me. He has to have loved before, being so beautiful. He has to have loved before. What must it be like to be loved by him? She imagines the way he would fix his hair if he was in love. The way he would sit straighter, comb piano key fingers through gold, tilt his face to the side, and smile. His life, prior to when she first met him, is a mystery to her. 
a blurry vision of tragedy and beauty. Did he love? Was he loved? How did everything fall into place so that he became a vision of gold marble in an ocean meadow, filled with solar flares and honey lamps? What made him? What makes him? <laughs> she wants to know. She spins her hair into gold thread and pretends she gets the privilege to know. Rumpelstiltskin refer reference, I see you. <clears throat> I know you must be disappointed to find out it's me, he says, and all she can think about is her daydreams, rose color to a fault, being dashed on the rocks. <laughs> ah, the contrast of chat to Adrian. <laughs> Porcelain shattering to a fine dust mixing in with the salt. No wooden kitchen and stained glass piano keys. Ingers drumming on her hip. Now there's the open air and the stars singing a melody while he hums the harmony. Moonlight fingers outstretched to her evergreen eyes smiling like roses. No dinner and seats facing each other. Now there's the thrill of the world on their shoulders. The way his mouth moves around bad jokes. Sudden bright laughter as they run through a concrete and glass-constructed forest. Bells chiming in time with their heartbeats. No ocean salt wave background noise to the feeling of her hand in his. Now there's the threads of his golden hair tickling her cheek as she rests her head on his shoulders. The sunset, the sunset of a symphony on her skin. His breath, the steady metronome of her life. She blinks. He is right in front of her, and all her daydreams are porcelain dust on the rocks. Adrian, she says. He's still right in front of her. She sees him, and she's at the helm of a wooden ship, the sun kissing down on her shoulders like a promise. Her cheeks flushed and red. He is golden, reclining on a rock slick with the shimmer of the sun on the water, when he turns his face to her, close, bright, and warm. His eyes speak of the evergreen meadows she lays in with him. The gold of the day is flushed with warmth, soft as rose petals, and the glint of a gaze returned from across the room. His eyes catch in hers, his chin tilt, her smile kisses him like a lover. He takes a breath. His feet are already in the diamonds of the waves. He dives towards her. She opens her arms. This was just purple prose, and I love it. Like, you didn't have to know a thing that was going on. This was just a marinette daydream. And, uh, you know, that that's all I have to say. You, you, this is just the marinette imagination going wild. And it was lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't actually have much more to say on this one, so, uh, here we go. Uh, ta-ta till next time, which hopefully won't be the very last physical day of the month. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Look forward to the dramatic reading of this one. Bye-bye.